Hello everyone and welcome to a very special 4th of July happy holiday type of edition of the East Style Classic Countdown. Um, we had a, um, a very special request for Saturday's Countdown instead of our usual 70s one. So we figure between that plus the um, holiday and everything that we would go ahead and give you a 70s countdown after all in the spirit of, um, of the holiday, <clears throat> excuse me, and so forth. Uh, we thought we'd do that for you and we will and we are uh, right now. That's why you're tuned in, right? Um, and what we're doing today is this week in 77. We have a brand new number one, and I don't know why, but it seems fitting that this one becomes the number one song in the nation the week of uh, the nation's birthday, if you will, or their independence, as uh, some would call it. Um, it's a movie theme soundtrack the title track uh, at that and it's a great one uh, we'll get to that a few birthdays to discuss um, first no real music news oh yeah I was supposed to do this yesterday but I think laziness kind of caught up with me I hate when laziness catches up with me sometimes these things happen but you know, we got past it. And plus, you know, we figured we might as well do it on the 4th. Um, usually what we're doing is uh, the this weekend 70 when we do do a 4th of July special because that's the week that they first started broadcasting AT40 with Casey. And um, I think since I've been doing this, I've always posted that one and the top songs in the nation then. And number one is Mama Told Me Not To Come by Three Dog Night. So we figured we'd take a break from that. Maybe we'll bring that back next year. Who knows? Um, but um, this one was actually a request as well from the same person this year of 77 was a request from the same person, strangely enough, who had asked for Saturday's special one of the top songs of the 80s. Um, the top one for each year of that decade. That was kind of fun to do. That was kind of lengthy to do, but it was fun and very well worth it. Uh, so um, that's how that ended up. Um... The number one album this week in 77, oh, I'm sure you know what it is and who it is. Um, but we'll get to that as well. No real music news going on. I did just get done watching um, the Hawkins Tribute Concert, Taylor Hawkins from the Foos in uh, London. Why? I don't know. Especially when you consider I'm not a fan of the Foos or Nirvana. 
for that matter. But um, they did have an interesting setup with the show. Uh, the remaining foos played, you know, they were like the, the headliners, if you will. Plus uh, Rush, the what, what's remaining of Rush, what's remaining of Queen was there. Chrissy Hind, Lars from uh, Metallica, um, McCartney, McCartney and uh, Chrissy Hind and the Foos got together for um, uh, Old Darwin, great one from Abbey Road. And then uh, McCartney and the Foos did Helter Skelter. Uh, it's not too bad, but um, Maca could have a better backing band on a Helter Skelter. Or maybe it's just one of those things where, and I don't want to say McCartney doesn't have it anymore because he does, but I don't know, judging by that performance, and maybe because it was someone else's uh, stage that time, it didn't quite seem like the McCartney that we know. Plus, keep in mind, he's like 81 now, and, um, you know, none of us can do it like we did in the 60s. Well, I was born in 68. I am as old as <laughs> Elter Skelter and old O'Darling, so I can't really judge. But it did look like a, the entire show did look like, I, I want to say, a good time, but it wasn't, of course, a good time. Um, musically, it was a good time. Um, you know, a lot of Hawkins' heroes were a part of that. But um, given the circumstances and everything, I don't know. I still have my druthers about it and say that all that could have been avoided. But that's just me. This is a judgment-free style classic countdown. But I do believe all of this could have been avoided and always will. But a great show nonetheless. If you have Paramount Paramount Plus, that's where um, you'll see it. The highlight, if there was a highlight of that night, to me, the foos with Shane Hawkins, Hawkins' son, uh, jamming on My Hero. And um, the kid looked intense. Oh, oh, another highlight was, uh, some of you may know this kid. Nandy Bushnell, who is an internet sensation. She's like 11, I think, if she's that old, and a drummer. Cutest thing on earth. She's even younger than, than Shane. And Nandy joined them for um, um, Learn to Fly, I guess it is. The food song, Learning to Fly. There's been so many songs called... Learning to Fly. I'm not sure if that's the one or not. Which shows you how much I know about the Foos right there. Um, Nandy stole the show. Why this girl isn't bigger than she already is is beyond this guy. Because she's that talented. I could use her for my group <laughs> as soon as we get rolling. But um, she's awful good. Shane, you know, if he doesn't screw up Either of them, for that matter, um, definitely has a future in the business as well. Uh, we'll have to see how, how all of that goes. Anyway, 
enough of that. Happy style birthday. Oh, 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 before we get to the musical birthdays, there's a couple of birthdays I must point out of people that aren't musical. Um, one is Eva Marie Saint, who many of you know, us old schoolers definitely know who she is. I couldn't tell you one movie she was in. Um, I think probably the old Hitchcock movies from way back when. Uh, um, why I point her out, though, she's 99 today and is the oldest living Oscar winner as of uh, right now. Uh, 99, that's not bad. One of the few left from that era, maybe the only one left from that era. So, yeah, it's good to hear she's still kicking. She's probably not acting anymore at 99, would you? (laughs) But that's okay. Uh, She has an Oscar for something, and I couldn't even tell you what it is. Uh, Well, I just said she's the oldest living Oscar winner. So, obviously, she has an Oscar for something. (laughs) Uh, Shut up, E-Style. Um, another birthday I must point out that isn't musical is um, an actor by the name of Ed Bernard, who also goes back a little bit. You may have have seen him on A Policewoman back in the day with Angie Dickinson. And why this is notable, at least as far as I'm concerned, is that all four main cast members of Policewoman are still living. Angie Dickinson, uh, who's the guy that played her boss? Who's the boss? <laughs> um, wrong show. Um, Earl Holloman, I want to say, is his name. And then there was Ed, who was the brother man, and I think there was a Spanish guy also. His name escapes me right now, but all four of them how do I know that they're still alive then if I don't know his name? Because someone posted in like uh, the 80s group, even though Policewoman was more of a 70s show than 80s, uh, someone there had pointed that out. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to point it out to you guys. Uh, but yeah, all four Policewoman stars are still kicking as well, albeit they're way up there in age, Angie Dickinson may be even older than uh, Ed Bernard. <laughs> but, um, hey, still kicking? It's still kicking, if you ask me. Alright, as far as musical birthdays, who is this guy, Post Malone? Um, he's definitely a new school guy, that's all I know, but um, he's had a couple of albums out. I think he did something with Ozzy couple of years ago as well. That would be interesting. Um, Annette Beard, one of the Vandellas, one of Martha's Vandellas, celebrates a birthday today. Calling around the world. Was that them? Yeah. Dancing in the street. Happy birthday. Uh, Yeah. Ralph Johnson, original Earth, Wind & Fire member, still with Earth, Wind & Fire, still touring with them. Uh, I think they're out this summer with Santana, which should be an interesting double bill. A lot of congas and percussion. 
uh, in uh, those uh, lineups. At least there were then. I'm sure there still are now. Last time I saw Earthwind and Fire, um, uh, back in 2018, there was uh, some definite percussion there by Ralph and a couple of other people there as well. Happy birthday as well to John Waite. No stranger to groups as well. Uh, the Babies, the Bad English, his own solo work, you know, Missing You and all that. Oh, 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 hey. Some crazy trivia for you. What do Wait, Fergie, and uh, Phil Collins have in common? I don't know if I've ever asked this on... Uh, I've posted it in our group on Facebook, but I don't think I've ever uh, posted it here. Uh, John Waite, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas, not the Duchess Sarah Ferguson, but Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas and Phil Collins. They have an, an interesting, to me interesting, unusual chart success in common. Probably not much else beyond that, but hey, that's okay. Um, all three of them they are the only ones to hit number one solo before hitting number one in a group. Usually it's the other way around. You're in a group, you hit number one, then you do it solo. Um, case in point, McCartney has a ton of them with the Beatles. Then we hit number one on his, well, with Wings. Technically, McCartney doesn't have a number one to, okay, he's a bad example, <laughs> Uh, well, any of the other Beatles actually would be good examples. Lennon has a ton of number ones in the Beatles and had a couple on his own. Ringo has like two or three on his own after the Beatles. Oh, what's another? I always throw it back to the Beatles. Uh, Mike has number ones with the Jacksons and then on his own. Beyonce has number ones with Destiny's Child and then on her own, of course. Um, but those three I mentioned, Collins, Fergie, and Waite, did it on their own before hitting number one with a group. Um, Collins, I want to say, had against all odds and maybe one or two others hit number one before he finally hit number one with Genesis and Invisible Touch. Um, Fergie, oh, man, she had at least one number one on her own, and yeah, I'm not really schooled in her music. I, sh I should have looked it up uh, again. Um, before the Black Eyed Peas would have a couple. I think uh, Boom Boom Pow and I Got a Feeling are number ones for them. Maybe a couple others. And then Wait had um, hang on. I'm Missing You also like 84, 85, whatever hit number one before the supergroup Bad English and When I See You Smile hit number one when did that do it? 89, 90 something like that okay so those three are the only ones ever to have hit number one solo before doing it with a group I find this stuff fascinating shoot me Okay. Happy birthday to Kirk Pengilly of NXS. Uh, Kirk's the one I think played saxophone. Always had the nerdy looking glasses and played guitar too. Um, 
Remember NXS tried to get back together with another guy before um, or after the loss of Hutchins? And that didn't work out too well, apparently. So um, those guys are have called it a day, and understandably so. Um, so there's that. Happy birthday, uh, Michael Sweet from Striper. Remember in the days when so-called Christian rock bands were like a dime a dozen? Striper may have been the only one at the time. Today, there's like tons of them. Like they're going out of style. But back in the 80s when Striper was doing it, it wasn't that simple. Now they're everywhere. I think Sweet still fronts Striper. Maybe a, a newer lineup, if you will. And they're still out doing their thing today as well. All right, this weekend, 77. Let's get to it. Uh, here, this guy isn't doing all that great as of uh, late. Definitely have to send a prayer for Jimmy Buffett. Margaritaville at number 10. Nine, big old jet airliner from Mr. Miller. Eight, a one-hit wonder from L.A. called Hot, Angel in Your Arms. I've never heard this song in my life except for on the countdowns. But they're here at number eight, seven. No big brothers around this time. Just baby brother Andy on his way to number one. And I just want to be your everything. Six, a former number one. And it's Dreams from Fleetwood Mac from the number one album you may have surmised by now already. It's called Rumors. Still one of the 10 best-selling albums like ever, as it should be because it's a classic. Uh, five, four, and two are all future number ones here. Three was last week's number one. Slow down, E-Style. Let me explain. Five. Uh, looks like we made it from Mr. Pincus. Uh, future number one. And it made it to the top ten. It enters the top ten this week. Four, the only number one from Sean. And it's the Do Run Run. Also heading for the top. Three is last week's number one, Mr. Marvin. Got to give it up. I know that's right. I still say you should really appreciate the long version, not the three-minute version that we had to have for radio. The entire 11-minute deal is what works for me. Two, also heading for the top, is Undercover Angel by Alan O'Day. But first, we have a brand-new number one, and it's the theme to Rocky called don't fly now. And it's Bill Conti, who as a kid, I always thought it was Bill Cosby. I was like, wow, this guy's good. <laughs> Don't ask. Um, gonna fly now from Rocky, of course, the first one. Uh, turns out Conti would do the theme music for Rocky 1, 2, 3, 5, and the sixth one, Rocky Balboa. I know you're like, well, where is four? I thought the same thing. Uh, no four. It, um, it 
didn't say who did four. It just said who didn't. And that was uh, Bill Conti. And now I'm curious as to who did do four and why Conti wasn't part of it. But, hey. Um, Nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. He didn't win. Don't quote me, but now that I think about it, I want to say maybe it was You Light Up My Life. <laughs> yes, that You Light Up My Life. That won the Oscar for um, Best Original Song. Now, this is another one of those cases where I believe the writer of the song gets the Oscar, not the person that performed it. Conti co-wrote Gonna Fly Now, so if he were to win, he and the two people that wrote the lyrics would have got the Oscar. Uh, I don't recall who wrote the song to Light Up My Life, but people hate it so much, I'm not even going to bother looking it up. Sorry. I don't hate You Light Up My Life so much, but it was just what do I always say? It got played all the time, and it really did. So did Gonna Fly Now, actually, but it's not too bad of a song. Uh, Conti does have an Oscar for, oh, oh, what was the movie? I swore I was going to remember, but I don't. So he, um, I want to say one of the Superman movies, but probably not. Um... One crazy piece of info that I got from this, uh, the piano player on Gonna Fly Now. Some of you may know him. His name was Mike Melvoin. Mike, <laughs> and he admitted this himself, was the Susan Day back in the Partridge Family days. He played the keyboards that Susan was supposed to be playing <laughs> on the show. Of course, as kids, we didn't know all that. We didn't know any better. But um, Mike on uh, the Partridge family, even the Partridge family has a behind the music. How crazy is that? Since, Especially since they weren't a real band. And Mike said he was the Susan Day back then because that was supposed to be again we didn't know no better we thought that that was hey Susan's are kind of rocking out here yeah <laughs> I'm sorry I can't think of that Partridge family behind the music and not hear Shirley Jones saying people always say hey how come you didn't come to Vegas how come you didn't play Chicago and I would say you don't understand there was no Partridge family. Again, as kids, we didn't know that. I used to wonder how come they never played Peoria. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know me, that's where I'm from, is Peoria, Illinois. Hey, Mom, these guys are kind of cool. They should come to Peoria sometime. They never went anywhere. There was no Partridge family. But when you're like five, six, however old I was, when the show came out, you did not know that. You didn't care about that. You just saw that they looked like they were having a good time. Um, how did I get on that? Oh, Mike Melvoin. Um, 
if you don't know Mike, you may know his children. My generation knows his children. Um, Wendy Melvoin is uh, one of them. Actually, she has a twin, Susanna. Now, are you getting it? Yeah, Wendy was, well, Wendy is still in the revolution, Prince's old band. Susanna, her twin, was a longtime muse of Prince's, if you will. And um, apparently a lot of his songs were about her. And they had a brother, one of uh, Mike's son, Jonathan, who was a touring keyboardist for um, the Pumpkins. And apparently Jonathan OD'd a while back while on tour with uh, the Pumpkins. Um, I want to say mid-90s, late-90s that may have happened. And that's a shame. But, uh, and that definitely could have been avoided as well, but um, sometimes things aren't avoidable. But uh, I digress. Um, I was supposed to be talking about Bill Conti, and I was. He's uh, still around. Of course, not as active as he used to be, but none of us are <laughs> um, like we used to be. So, But that's okay. But, um, yeah, going to fly now. Number one this week in 77. Now I feel like going to the gym, but mine isn't open on the holidays. So there's always tomorrow where I probably won't go there either. <laughs> then, I should say. All right. I think that should do it for this week in 77 and for the special E-Style Classic Countdown for today for the 4th. I hope you all enjoy yourselves. I hope you all be safe out there while you're enjoying yourselves. And um, we'll be back with you this weekend. Uh, should be able to be with you both days. If not, of course, we'll keep you posted. Alright. Thanks, everyone, for being a part of this. We'll see you this coming weekend. <laughs> not that far away now. Alright. Notorious Biggie Style, as always, telling you to put your hair up and square up. And happy 4th.